What up, guys? It's Andrew Baxley on the Late Night Faction Backs podcast. Right now, it is currently 8.30 p.m., so it is a great time to spit out some facts and say completely 100% things. You can reach out to me at late night facts or backs at gmail.com and tweet out to me on Twitter for future episode suggestions at, at late night facts. Look up my other podcast, the AA podcast on Anchor, YouTube, and Spotify, and definitely check it out and hit us up for suggestions. Okay, now tonight's facts I'm going to drop is about how to become a collegiate athlete and I guess what to do, what to sacrifice, what to practice on every day to get to this level and um i mean yeah overall just the basics and how to be one of the best in the country right now i have gareth parsons on gareth how are you doing good how are you andrew thanks for having me yeah anytime bro my viewers know i mean a little bit about you i mean you've been playing how long have you been um swimming for well I've been swimming on like a, I guess you could say a semi-competitive summer league team since I was about five. So I guess 13 years. Oh, dang. That's a long time, bro. I've been swimming year round or club or competitive mm-hmm. or, oh God, about five and a half. Okay. Now. What what travel team is it? Marlins of Raleigh. Marlins of Raleigh. Yeah, you guys practice at Ravenscroft, right? Uh, Ravenscroft, North Raleigh Swim Club. Uh, Greenway Club, which is out in the Bedford neighborhood and area. Okay. Poland, NC State. That's all. Wait, are you guys not going to practice at Ravenscroft anymore because they're shutting down? Or Yeah, we're currently running out of Greenway Club and okay. NC State because they're still letting us on campus. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, another thing. Yeah, you're going to be swimming. You're going to be swimming in college, in my, to my knowledge, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Providence um yeah providence college yeah i mean where's is that's up north right um what's providence rhode island rhode island yeah i mean that's that's really cool bro um i think i think you're one of the first d1 athletes i've ever met like as a good friend man that's crazy um but yeah maybe i mean my goal throughout this podcast is for you to explain i mean i could talk to be playing um collegiate level um maybe and I'll explain more about the D3 level and facts about that. But, um, yeah, my goal is trying to get you to explain to everyone, like, what you do every day, what your grind is every day. So people who want to play college sports or, I mean, or get a better, strong mental toughness um, capability. So prove on that. But, I mean, like, I guess right now we can talk about, I mean, your daily schedule. So, like, what's your daily schedule like? All right, so for each week, if I don't have a swim meet, I have nine practices each week. That's crazy. Wow. And Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I get up at 4 o'clock, drive to swim practice, and practice, the sheet says it's 5 to 6.30, but if we're not in the water by 4.45, our coach is kind of, or not in the water, but like we need to be warming yeah. up, moving, stretching around, getting ready for practice. Uh-huh. And then we practice from pretty much 5 to 6.30. Like nonstop swimming, or do you guys like get some breaks or like? Cause I've done swimming before, and it's it's not it's not easy, dude. Like it's for real. Yeah, it's not easy. Well, we have these things called or we do these sets where it's 
you have a distance, you have certain distances that you're supposed to do, say like the sets, like four, one hundreds, four, two hundreds, three, one hundreds. Again, mm -hmm. you have a time limit to do each of those. Mm -hmm. And it's normally like, you normally get like between five to 10 seconds rest, sometimes up to a minute, wow. depending on what you're doing. Wow. And Monday afternoons, I practiced three thirty to six. And oh my God. Wait, 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 wait. You said three thirty. Yeah. What time do you wake up? Bro, what time do you wake up? Andrew, that's in the afternoon. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you said that was in the morning. Okay. Okay. In the afternoon. Sorry. Monday afternoon. Uh, sorry. Okay, okay. My bad. I mean, is that for that that's not for school, right? That's just for um that's for travel swim, right? Yeah, school swims like four to five fifty. Gotcha. Gotcha. But dude, yeah, that's crazy. I mean our morning afternoon practices different um morning practice well, it depends on what type of morning practice we're doing so like during the year like i said we've got doubles on monday wednesday and friday okay which we swim in the morning 5 to six thirty, afternoon 3 30 to 6 and then weights from six fifteen to seven fifteen. wow saturday morning um, 6 to eight thirty, and then weights from 9 to 10 dude that's crazy but, Morning practices during the year, during the school year, when they're five to six thirty, they're typically like power, power sets, speed, short distances, sprints, mm -hmm. like small distances on like really tough intervals. Like we don't get much rest, but it's only a short distance. Yeah. Afternoon practice, we tend to lengthen it out, like distance sets. They're still pretty hard being distance yeah. sets and mid distance sets. I mean, what's the distance of a like how long is an Olympic sized pool? Um. Well. Uh, by Olympic size pool, um, it can mean a lot of things. Uh -huh. Generally, people think of 50 meters long, which is what we refer to as long course. Okay. Um, but there are some like neighborhood pools where they call it Olympic size pools, which I think in general, you could just define it as like a pool that's like you that's measured in meters as like a 25 meter pool or 50 meter pool. Mm -hmm. Dang. And I mean, you differentiate between the two by there's 25 yards, which is short course. And then anything that's meters is long course gotcha dude that's crazy i mean yeah i mean i i actually um swam for i don't know if it was i think it was like um like training um like swim lessons when i was a little kid yeah um i did at ravenscroft i did it through some lady she's like really well known in the moore community i don't know if you know her she's kind of stern tough looking this old lady i don't know if you know her name um marie Schelling. yes her yep her. Coach yes Lucy. she has a pool in her backyard and she lives i think in the same neighborhood as your community pool or something like that i don't know but yeah that's her and oh yeah she is scary she is the only swim coach i am afraid Dude, of she is one scary person <laughs> but um i mean is she your coach no nah, she her daughter used to swim on more and she sometimes substitutes so if, say like my coach is sick she might be the substitute coach. Gotcha. I mean, did she swim for UNC, right? Or... I forget. I know her daughter currently swims for Towson and is going to the Olympic trials really? in June. Granted, it holds up, but yeah. That's crazy. But um, yeah, yeah, back to what I was saying. Yeah, I used to do swim lessons at Ravenscroft. And I mean, after each round, I'll pass each level. There's eight levels. After each level, I'll ring this bong thing, get a prize. But... I got. Oh, you did some America then? Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, swim America. Did you do that? Yeah, I used to. I sometimes help out with that. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did that when I was a little kid. Um, do you help out with that currently? Um, 
I haven't been able to as of late. I've it's a program through more yeah, as well as more in May, which is essentially getting kids in shape for the summer league season. But lately with school and how swim is, I haven't been able to help. Yeah. Which is kind of sad because that's something I like doing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, I remember I always had a fun time doing. But I mean, legit, when I swam around her, I was scared to death because I mean, I I thought like I was doing the stroke completely correct, but she always finds some thing that's wrong i mean that's good for her too i mean that means like she's a good coach like she knows the small things i need to improve on things i need to improve but um i remember i quit after my after the seventh level because to graduate from there to the eighth level i had to do butterfly and i think that's by far the hardest stroke for me i mean is that your hardest stroke um uh, I kind of disagree with that. I think breaststroke's the hardest, to be honest. That's the ba- is, that, is that the backwards? No, that's backstroke. No, yeah, backstroke's on your back. Breaststroke's the one where you do, like, the frog kick and the scoop the ice cream out front, feed it to yourself, then shoot it out to everyone else. Wait, is that, is that what it is? Yeah, breaststroke, oh. you bring your legs up, out, and around the front. You scoop the ice cream bowl, eat the ice cream, and then give the leftovers to your friends. Oh. That's how it was described to me when I was little. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Sorry, I don't swim. But, um, yeah. That's all right. I know. You play basketball balls. Yeah, right? dude. You're right. You're right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think our schedules are um pretty similar. Um, Yeah. I mean, I can – I mean, is that all you have to say about your schedule before I can say talk about more about mine? I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, except for Coach Maria, she does not hesitate to yell at the older kids. Like, she's still yelling, eyeball, ponytail, head down, at, like, the 18-year-olds really? when she used to coach us when we were, like, four. She's still, like, screaming that in practice, like, head down, head down, <laughs> eyeball, ponytail, breathe. <laughs> I remember that all right. I remember that. I, oh, my gosh. Yeah, she, she is – person i will never um disrespect wow oh my gosh um but yeah i guess i could talk about my basketball schedule i mean it varies from day to day it's not set like yours like for this i don't have to do it i can always do it later but i prefer to do it in the morning so i could become less stressed out i mean i get gareth i guess we can talk about stress too um yeah later about how that deals with sports but i mean for my schedule Usually, well, the thing is, my mom <laughs> doesn't let me like bounce the ball outside at like five in the morning. So, because it might wake up my na- the neighbors and my s- siblings. So, and I yeah. usually don't go to the Y just because shooting the ball and then running all the way down the court to get the ball. I mean, it's a pain in the butt sometimes, but um, usually because I made some goals for like working out so I can get bigger because of my height, I shouldn't be this low of a weight. But um, I made some – so I wake up at, like, 4 in the morning. I do some chest exercises and ab exercises and some glute exercises. So I do that till about 5 in the morning. And then at 5 in the morning, usually I do – I usually um pray for a little bit um to get me going for the day. And then after that, I do some pull-ups. Um, and then around, I think, we're at 6 a.m. now. Um, that's when I start, that's when I go outside and I do some of my dribbling exercise. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, I want to say dribbling. I mean, I would do like shooting stuff cause I'd like the shooting machine and I would do these certain exercises up cause I followed this online program 
and then yeah and then after that take a shower go to school and then i've i work out with a personal trainer at um four o'clock that's usually five fifteen. and then late at night if there's things i haven't done that i want to do i'll just go outside and shoot some hoops and follow this speed training thing i'm doing online so that's basically my schedule it varies from day to day usually tuesdays and thursdays are my off days but i'll still practice basketball but yeah i mean that's what my schedule is like i mean it's tough dude i mean it's a grind every day i mean i mean would you say like sometimes because your schedule is so um like packed together like you have so much things to do i mean do you get like stressed out do you get depressed sometimes because you have so much things to do you feel like you don't have social time anymore i mean what are your thoughts um well definitely like you said I, we're busy all the time like your schedule isn't set but like you still have some structure to it yeah and i guess like i do get stressed out and there are some nights where i'm like i don't know how i'm gonna get all this done and i get like my not problem is not really like getting depressed about it i just get very very anxious yeah. which it's okay to get anxious, but like, don't let it control oh, yeah. you. Like, yeah, getting anxious over something is almost as worst as like, almost as bad as like playing Minecraft instead of actually doing <laughs> yeah. homework. It's like, yeah, because like at least with Minecraft, there's some like useful thought going on there. Like, you're making yourself happy, where you're just like freaking out. That yeah, just, just running around all over the place, you. and you're not doing anything useful. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying about that. Like, I can see for you because by the time you get home from a swim, that's like six thirty. And then you got, and then, and then yeah. you got swim. You got to wake up at four. So I mean, you got to do quick schoolwork and get, I mean, good enough sleep so you can operate the next day. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, what's your sleep schedule like? Like, how much hours of sleep do you get per day? Um. Well. Um. That that kind of depends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, if I've got morning practice, it's anywhere from like four to like. The most I've gotten is seven, but that's rare on wow. morning practice. That's morning. crazy. On average, I. I probably get on average like five and a half an hour morning practice. And then on Tuesday, Thursdays, when I've only got afternoon practice, I get about probably eight, between six and I eight, mean, depending on yeah, how much homework good. I do. I mean, I mean, that kind of makes it up for it, even though you can't make up sleep. That makes up for it. But I mean, yeah, like sometimes you feel like <laughs> like you're a zombie during the day because you get so much little sleep or does swimming wake you up for the day? Well, I guess with swim, you wake up it's the hardest thing is getting out of bed uh-huh. once you get to that pool i don't want to say it's easy street but like you're up for the yeah. day essentially uh-huh. but if you don't get enough sleep and you get to school you will be out in your first period class yeah. like that's happened <laughs> several occasions. oh i just gareth just texted and say he's gonna click the link now so hopefully gareth joins in austin because you're talking to me yeah i know i know i was just saying to you that austin might join in um yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I I feel you. Um, because sometimes, I mean, doing all the things you want to do before school and then going to school, it's like a great, f- like knowing you accomplished all this, so you can have a freer afternoon. Like, I mean, that saying we always get told. I mean, discipline equals freedom. I mean, I believe that a lot because when I work hard in the morning, I feel like I'm a freer person during the day, and then in the afternoon too. I mean, do you feel that too? Yeah, I just kind of feel like I've, I remember, I kind of feel like I've just accomplished something and that gives me like a positive yeah. attitude heading into the day. Yeah. I remember at school, they showed us this video about how like, first thing you should do is like make your bed. Like it was 
by the um I think it was the retiring admiral of the navy. Yeah, that, that he was, was saying be. start by making your bed or something simple. Mm-hmm. So you can go into the day saying, "Hey, I've done something." Or and if I don't do anything else today, hey, at least I have a made bed to come home to. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those little things are Austin. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Gary. Okay, Austin. Welcome. Hey, Austin. Hey, boys. Um, how are you doing, bro? I'm doing good. How about you guys? Good, good, good. I mean, yeah, right now we're talking about discipline and schedules mm-hmm. and like doing stuff in the morning so you could feel freer and better in the during the school day and afternoon. But like before we continue about that, let's get these viewers to know more about you. So you're going to swim at Holy Cross, I believe, right? That's correct. That's correct, man. That's D1, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got two D one. We got two D one athletes in the pod right now. And then, hey, you're playing. No, I know, I know. Too. I'll talk more about D three too because I know that a lot of people out there have disrespect for D three, but I'll say more about that because it's different for each sport. But um, yeah, Austin, that's pretty cool, bro. Yeah. Um, hey, dis- disclaimer though, Holy Cross is at the bottom of the Patriot League. They probably should be a D three school, but somehow the D one. Hey, really? <laughs> don't talk. <laughs> Like that. <laughs> Don't do them like that. Hey, we're, we're, we're coming up though. We're coming up though. That's good. Coach Wait, Jeff are you in five year plan? Are... We're gonna be top five in five years. <laughs> five year plan? That sounds like communist. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um. Wait, aren't you and Gareth in the same conference? Yes. No. But we will no. uh, have dual meets and other meets with. So each you other. guys will play. So you guys will play each other. Hmm. Northeast Catholic Invitational. It's going down. That's right. Where's that at? Dude, that sounds pretty dope. Where's that played at? Boston College. Oh. Are they good? Yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. Aren't they in the uh, ACC? They're in the ACC. Yep. Is the yeah. ACC a good Notre conference? Notre Dame does that too. Is the ACC a good conference for swim? Yes. Very good. They're probably one of the best. Is NC State good at swimming? Because I know you're an NC State fan, Gary. NC State is uh, – Yeah, they're like number three in yeah. the country. Oh, my God. Crazy He's good. number one. Mm, is it Texas? Depends on who you talk to. Cal. <laughs> I have to go with either Indiana or – wait. No. Indiana. Nah, not Indiana. Um, Dude, but they're all so good. NC State, Indiana, Florida, Cal, Texas. Those are like the best. Yeah, those sound like good Harvard's pretty good too. Really? Huh. Harvard? No. Yeah. Dean Ferris. That's their only good summer. And but he transferred to Texas though. Is he like I don't even know. Is did he did he graduate? I think he's grad transferring to Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, yeah, speaking of that, how's the transfer rule for swimming? I mean, if you transfer, do you have to sit out a year? Like what's the deal with swimming for the transfer rule for swimming in collegiate sports? I have no idea. Do you know, Gary? You wanna take um okay, I don't know. Like <laughs> It's kind of like other sports. It's kind of ambiguous, yeah. to be honest. It's kind of like, it's kind of like how Tate Martell was able to like transfer and not be able to sit out. But then that one guy, poor guy, at Illinois, who wanted to play in front of his dying grandfather, had to sit out. Oh, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like that, to be honest. Like, yeah. I'm Dean Ferris. I think maybe has to sit out a year, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, it seems like it's similar for every sport, and it seems like sometimes the NCAA can be biased about who they want to. They grant, um, yeah, you can play. I mean, I don't really follow up on that. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, going back, to what we were saying, 
earlier. I mean, yeah, also, I get you want to explain your daily schedule to us, like, what's like your everyday grind like? All right, uh, I'll go ahead, I'll go ahead and say, uh, it's not as not as crazy as Garrett's schedule, <laughs> but I mean, your boy's still putting in the work. That's what's up. <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> I like yeah, it. Yeah, so right now, uh, like our season's pretty much over with the coronavirus, so not oh, really doing much. We'll talk but about in, that. We'll talk about coronavirus in a little bit too. Like a regular like day, like uh, swimming and everything. Like I mean, I guess I wake up, go to school. I didn't. I didn't have morning practices this year. I used mm-hmm. to do them, but uh, I'm on a new team now, and they don't do them. But yeah, school, and then like. My practice actually starts at three, but school gets out at three. Yeah, that's why you leave like fifty, bro. Like, it's, yeah, right? Is that do you still? And do I that? still get there late. No, I used to. That was actually because of my brother. What do you do now? That's, it's something else. Do I just you, leave you, at three, uh, three ten, and I get there at like three fifty or three forty, and I'm like super late, late every day. No man, he just hauls ass over there. <laughs> yeah, to be <laughs> honest, like you're right. I can see. Honestly, like, I mean, I said I'd be put in the work, but I only swim for, like, an hour a day. Yeah. I mean, I could see you as a scary dude. Hey, but you put in the work when you... Dude, I, honestly, like, this year, I kind of just maintained where I was. It was kind of rough, think so? but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't, I'm just kind of looking forward you. to Holy Cross. Yeah. I mean, I, you're going to have fun there, but I mean, it's hard, too, because you're a freshman, and you know how freshmen get treated for sports. I mean, yeah. Upperclassmen get the more... Um, I mean, they get viewed more. They get loved more by the coach. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I so, mean, yeah. Sorry to disappoint you about the the schedule. No, 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 no. You're uh... fine. Bro. You're fine. <laughs> I mean, do you? Do you? Do you? I think we get people nightmares. <laughs> I mean, Austin, do you weight train at all? I mean, do you like lift weights? And stuff I you... I lift weights. Um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I do That's it after cool. practice. That's good, bro. It's, I do it for like maybe like 30, 45 minutes. It's good. Is so, it at your I have it facility or do yeah. you have like a place? Um, Granite Falls, the pool I swim at, they have a gym okay. as well as a pool. So I know where after I is. practice, I just go upstairs and hit the gym. That's that's how you do it, man. Is there a lot of people usually yeah. there or there is, yeah. Because it's a the community. Facility, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I guess basing off our schedules. I mean, oh, one other thing, Austin, I guess, because I already asked Garrett this. I mean, I guess both of you, y'all can chime in. I mean, what, like, how was stress? I mean, do you feel stressed out a lot, Austin, during like, yes, this grind? Absolutely. I mean, and do you feel like you're not getting enough social time? I mean, for me, when I work hard, like, every day, it's usually at the end of the week. I'm like, wow, I just said this. I don't really hang out with my friends anymore because I'm constantly busy. I mean, do you ever get those thoughts? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it sucks a lot, honestly, but I mean, at the end of the day, you're sacking for, I guess, a better yeah. cause. I mean, I guess, yeah, we could talk about this. I mean, what are some moments you guys, if you guys can remember, where you sacrifice something just to go swim or just to get a workout? And do you, do you guys have any um, memories from that? I mean, do you guys remember anything like that? Yeah. School dance, March for Life. Oh, um, oh yeah, I remember that. I mean, what, so you just you sacrificed that for, I guess, swim practice. Is that what it is? 
Yeah, because I was gonna miss like three or four practices for oh, March, wow. and Mike, and they needed me for sectionals to be in shape. So I said, you know what, Coach Mike, I'm gonna be a big boy and make no decisions. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what I told him. Dude, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, but I mean, Gareth, do you feel like it paid off? Like most importantly, um. Yeah, I feel like it paid off. I did really well at That's sectionals. Really I was able to overcome some mental barriers, especially in the mm-hmm. freestyle. And now I'm feeling that like that mental barrier is gone, and freestyle is just kind of taken off in the last. Hey, Gary, days, so that's good. How do you have any mental barriers, bro? You slim two fly. <laughs> That's the hardest well, event. You see, I, they pop up from time to time where it's like. Oh my God! I messed up my warm up. The warm up pool was crowded. My heart rate's not where it should be. How am I going to do this? Oh God! This is my second <laughs> or third two fly of the day. I'm so dead. I'm not going to get through this. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Coach Silver's watching. If I make one mistake, he's going <laughs> to yell at me. So you kind of have the pressure from the coaches, and that keeps you in check. But I get, not really keeps me in check, but like. How I relax, I just take a breath. Like Dr. Alan Goldberg said, just worry about the stuff mm-hmm. you can control. You can control your effort level and That's where good. your thoughts That's go. good advice. I mean, yeah, I guess we could oh, – yeah. another question I could say, I mean, what do you guys do before pre-meets? Because I knew for every game, I get stressed out. My calves start to tighten. I mean, that's what happens. Like, when I get stressed out, my calves tighten. I get butterflies in my stomach. I mean, it's starting to die down, but, like, really big games, like, rival games, like, for instance, when we play Epiphany, I get the butterflies because I hate that school so much, and I want to beat them because we lost seven times in a row since my freshman year. I want to beat them, but, I, I mean, I just, I just, I get all that stress. So, like, how do you got? what do you guys get before swim meets, and how do you guys manage it? Gareth, you want to um, go first? Uh, sure. Well, I guess – but it does – I don't know. Meets, I just get kind of excited before, like especially like big meets where it's my first time there. Where That's also got me in a hole where I got kind of too excited for a meet and my brain was moving faster than my body and I just didn't do well. But like normally I just kind of get excited. If it's like a really important race and my team needs points, I'll get a little mm-hmm. bit of butterflies. But I just at that point just trying to tell myself, you've got this, you've trained for this, there's nothing yeah. else you can do. And Yeah. I, I just try to stick with what I can can control. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll get a good warm-up in. Uh, I'll make sure I'm eating the right food before I go up and do my race. Uh, and then, yeah, just trying to keep my head clear. Yeah. And like Gareth said, you know, you already put in all the work. Uh, and you just got to execute. Yeah. That's it. I mean, that's – yeah, that's really good advice. I mean, yeah, awesome what you said about eating. What do you guys – what's a pre-meat eat? That rhyme like a pre meat eat. I mean, and what do you guys eat the night before? Like, do you load up on carbs? Or, I mean, I mean, I've, I've been hearing a bunch of different things. I mean, what do you guys do? Yeah, see, like, my coach, uh, she's told us like carb up the day before, like, that's what she's, I know that's what she used to tell mm-hmm. us. Um, but lately, like, uh, I've been hearing this from my coach and like other summers as well. Like, maybe Gareth can like agree with this. like aren't you are you supposed to like eat less the day before and then like carb up and eat a ton like two days before your, your huh. meat uh gareth is that sound I, right i don't know i've okay, i've heard a whole mix of things where like my coach tells us to carb up the night before but like in terms of like what works for me is i generally just i eat normal the night before like 
say we're having like chicken for dinner with like asparagus and rice like i'll eat that but like the day of the meat like i'll generally have like a muffin or two before warm-up because like i can't eat anything before warm-up and then i'll just like eat carbs like the entire day of the meat and the entire like duration of the weekend like i'll make sure i have plenty of carbs and protein not yeah. many sugars carbs and protein that's what i do much what that's I right eat. I mean, actually yeah i actually uh do have a bit of sugar during the meat mm-hmm. Yeah, quick energy to get you spiked up. I mean, and I mean, also the thing is too, you're going to burn all that off too from all that swimming. So yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah that's, but the thing is, I, I think sugar can go well for swimming. Um, I don't know for basketball. I mean, maybe it's just, I mean, maybe it can go for basketball. Maybe because it's just me. Cause I think when I eat right before a game, I feel like I'm going to throw up the whole time because I'm running. I don't know if it's the same for swimming. Yeah. I mean, do you guys feel like you're going to throw up sometimes if you eat right before you dive off the platform or do you guys feel Amen. that well if i eat right before i swim, yeah you feel yeah yes but if it's an like an hour two hours it, like around 10 minutes <laughs> before like i'll, I'll like, <laughs> mind, like yeah or if it's not that much food like i'll just grab a quick bite from a granola bar and then that's gotcha. really it yeah i mean uh, yeah when we were talking about like what you guys do before um meets i mean what i found helpful for basketball games i put on my beats i have this brainwave app on my phone to get you like settled in get you calm and focused in so i put on like these brainwaves thing for 10 minutes and what helps a lot is and it helps me become better in the game like and actually do these moves the right way i um excuse me um i when i'm listening to these brainwaves i imagine scenarios in the game um want to react like i would imagine myself shooting a three or yeah. doing a spin move or doing a euro step i found that really helpful i do that for 10 minutes usually i do it in the car ride to the away game because usually in the locker room if i try to do it it gets pretty chaotic people keep on interrupting me the coach comes in and usually i do it in the car ride um i found that really helpful um and yeah honestly that's all i have i'm gonna have to try that, that like what i do for pre-games yeah i mean it, it i think it's a free app it's, i think it's called here, let me find it. It's called Binaural Beats or something like that. I don't... Binarial Beats? Yeah. Do you have that? No. Oh, did I just... I just pro- heard of it. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think I pronounced it wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so that's, that's basically like meditation, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess... I've been sense, trying yeah. that a lot. Uh, yeah. Meditation. Yeah. Like, it helps that, you like, get focused work? and everything. Really? For me... Don't you do it for like an hour? Uh, no, yeah, no. also, don't you do it for like an hour? Oh, oh, I thought you told me you one day you did for an hour. No, oh. I, did, I did it for like 10 minutes every day for a while, though, like before I went to bed. Dude, yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, it actually helps a lot. I mean, yeah, I guess we could talk about this. I mean, do you guys have like daily night habits before you go yes. to bed? I mean, for me, that's what I do. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay, okay, Gareth, explain what's your daily night habit? Well. First, I, I'm going to touch on kind of like what you said. Uh, we do it. It's We call it envisioning. Like we envision like ourselves doing well to me. So it's like uh-huh. it's yeah. in our mind that we can do well. And we typically do that for like five to ten minutes a night, like right before you go to bed. Yeah. Like so that's like fresh in your mind, like circulating while you're sleeping. I'm not sure if that's actually how it works. But that's how <laughs> Um, I guess I just like I try and drink some water before bed, but not too much because I don't want to be up and down. All or night. like you're, or in case you don't so you don't pee yourself when you're sleeping yeah uh, I guess. yeah 
Yeah. I'm a big boy. Does Andrew have that problem? Uh, I graduated from that. Yeah. <laughs> it can still happen when you're older. It depends. It's just like depends on how bad you have to pee. Dude, the worst <laughs> is when you drink a lot of water and you have to go to the bathroom and people like keep on telling you just think of Noah's Ark and then the flood. Oh, yeah. And then they do that on purpose. And I'm, that's oh, when like I'm a sprinkler. I'm about to explode. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Gareth, expl- continue. Sorry. Um, I usually what I call Gareth proof my room because I'm sometimes prone to sleepwalking. <laughs> wait, oh wait, 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 wait. So I... Do you actually sleepwalk? That's I pretty mean, like, That's pretty like... cool. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I've never left my room, but like my parents have found me like asleep on the floor halfway <laughs> across the room. Hey, buddy, sorry about sleep sleepwalking. Years ago, I sleptwalked through my hallway downstairs. I'm not going to be too graphic because I don't want viewers to get all weird oh, about gosh. it. I was, let's just say I was in the position to pee on my Wii downstairs. But my, parents... <laughs> my uncle did that. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> so when my uncle was little, he sleepwalked down the stairs on my sister. Or not my sister, <laughs> God, my mom was watching TV. Like my mom was probably about my age, and like my uncle sleepwalked. And at their house, they've got a um, closet with coats in it and jackets in it, right next to the bathroom. So he sleepwalks oh, no. like down the stairs oh, to go no, to the no. bathroom. <laughs> he opens the closet and pisses <laughs> on my mom's brand new sneakers. Bro, what the heck? Oh, that's wild, bro. Oh wow. So I'm guessing Gareth, you don't do that for your sleepwalking scenario. Nah. No. My sleepwalking, I normally just wake up like halfway across the room or I've like thrown a book or like taken my retainer out and thrown it across <laughs> the room. But but no, I guess Yeah, I guess all that I do before sleep is make sure I've got enough water. Like I put my phone across the room where yeah. I can't reach it and like I guess Gareth proofed yeah, the room. That's, yeah, really that's really all really I do. I mean there have been studies if you pick up your phone while you're trying to go to sleep or when you're in bed. That blue light, I mean, it makes you harder to fall asleep. So, yeah, that's very important, like, to put your phone um, away from you when you're trying to go to sleep so you can get better and more of an efficient sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Austin, what's your daily habit, like, schedule? For the before going to bed? bed? All right. Yeah, before going to bed. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll take you through it. I'm in my room right now, so. Uh, <laughs> okay. First, you know. I uh, take my contacts out, put the okay. solution in, then I brush my teeth. After that, I put my uh, acne face wash on, Okay. go to the bathroom, and then okay. I make my bed. I always make my bed before I go to sleep. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> why not just crawl in? Hey, Austin, why do you do that? It's, it's more efficient. I make efficient. my bed because... Unless, if I don't make my off. bed, then my covers will like be all over the place because, um, and like that just like doesn't that just bothers me. Like I've noticed, like when I make my bed before I go to sleep, I sleep better. I I fall asleep faster. Wait, and I've just done it forever, so I mean, it's like a habit now. Gotcha, dude. That's that's crazy. Oh my gosh. Also, um, like if it's like a weekend or something, uh, and I have time, when I wake up and like open the blinds at the same time and i kind of use that to like tell myself like it's time to start the day like 
Yeah, no, I like, feel I, that's I, see, I, mean. I see the sun, and I'm just that vitamin. I'm D. just motivated, and like usually that's that, when that I'm trying to get a lot though. of work done for school, like yeah. working on my thesis or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bro, I can't believe I just said that word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's doing a month. Yeah. Don't say the T word. <laughs> Gareth um, over here playing Minecraft instead of working on the thesis. Gareth, were you actually, Gareth, were you actually playing Minecraft? Um, I was about to, but then I'm like, wait, I haven't. Did you actually work on the thesis? I haven't worked on the thesis at all since like. Wait, how many words are you Tuesday. at? Twenty two hundred still. That's good. Yeah. Twenty four hundred. Okay, Gareth, back ahead of me. Because I can't say any names. My advisor made me turn it in like three weeks before the draft was due, so I got kind of mad about that. We we have the same advisor. And like, <laughs> what are you serious? I don't care. Wow, maybe he thinks. <laughs> yeah, Mister. Uh, oh wait, not naming. He thinks names, I'm dumb. But, like he was just like, yeah, wow. whatever. Gosh, I hate you now. But he said the same thing to Amy. Really? Too. Oh my gosh, bro. I think that's that crazy. My advisor wanted me to turn it in early, but I just didn't. And I... <laughs> <laughs> right, your advisor doesn't care at all. Like, we think this guy doesn't care. She does not care. Like, Austin, you could do it the night before, and she'd be like, I think okay, she's just gonna be gonna happy go. if by the end I have a complete thesis. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh my god, like, not even if you pass, yeah, Austin. Like, I know, Austin, thesis. I know who you're talking about. I can see that. Um, <laughs> uh, good job, Mr. <laughs> yeah. words. wow. I mean, yeah, I mean. To say more about the night habits thing, I mean, also, I kind of have the same thing as you. Brush my teeth, put the acne stuff on, because it seems like I get a lot more acne when I sweat and work out and I don't do anything about it. So I put acne stuff on, that's yeah. important. Um, but the thing about, I, I'll say in a little bit too, Um, so I stretch for 10 minutes because mm. working out, doing a bunch of stuff, I, I get really tight at the end of the day. So I stretch for 10 minutes. I have a foam roller at home and it vibrates too, so I use that back and forth and it like mm. relaxes the muscles too so it helps a lot and uh what else do i do i do like meditation for 10 minutes and it's this weird thing i saw on this training website i use i breathe in three seconds through my chest and then three seconds through my stomach and then three stomachs out with my chest and three stomachs out with my stomach it sounds kind of weird but if you try it you'll understand what i'm saying and then mm. i do that and then i pray and then that's it but oh yeah, was, yeah. I pray before bed too. <laughs> no, you're good, man. People know you're faithful. Um, but the thing is, I don't know if you guys feel this. Um, when I don't do my night exercises or habits, I feel terrible the next day. Like I feel like, wow, these people are going the extra mile to do these things to become better. And when I don't do, I feel like crap the next day. Be like, wow, I'm not going to become good at this. I'm not going to be better i mean do you guys feel those same thoughts or is that just me i'm kind of confused what you're saying are you saying that like like when i when i don't do my night habits like when i wake up the next like morning and i'm at stuff. school i get these thoughts like wow andrew you're supposed to do these night habits you're you oh. people, people who do this become better you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i mean do you do you guys get those thoughts or think... is it just me um, those are all natural, like, but I think that those thoughts are kind of like, yeah, I mean, like, working on it's it, okay yeah. to be like, I, I mean, it's okay to be like, okay, I forgot I need to do better tonight, but you don't need to be like, okay, I'm not going to yeah. get better. All these people who are good who do these and because I yeah, didn't do them, yeah. I'm not going to get good. No, like 
you are human. You will fail. Yeah, it's like, for real. Yeah, it's, and uh, it's fine. that actually kind of reminds me of something that I was looking at today. Um, mm-hmm. I, I read an article about like it was a very short article, uh, like the ten qualities of like the most successful athletes. Okay. And one of the qualities was just having low anxiety. So I think that you it was you having like anxiety that you didn't do your stuff like your rituals before night. Um, mm-hmm. And like something I noticed, like at least with, like swimmers, a lot of like the really good swimmers don't give a crap about anything. Like Tate. Wow. Huh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, hey, hey, yeah. Hey. My my brother Tate's Seth is like boy. really good. But like he eats like freaking Pop Tarts all the time and like he doesn't <laughs> care about anything. I don't understand. <laughs> I think that's okay, called puberty, yeah. Austin. He's gonna he's gonna get fat eventually. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's yeah, just Tate's gonna be my spaghetti noodle. <laughs> hey, overall goal to prevent yourself from getting fat, get off the couch, stop eating processed crap and exercise. Do you guys do you give an amen? Amen. Then, yeah, me and Gareth uh, are both partly, fat, so we know what it's of. like. Guys, no, you're not. Oh my god! No, no, gosh. we were. We used to be fat. We used to be. Oh, but but now, okay, now you. I'm okay. I'm not saying you guys are fat. You guys are big, but you guys need to get like that for swim. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't be like a certain person in our class who has one to zero percent body fat. But I mean, you guys need body fat for swimming, oh, right? You talking about my boy Liam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Liam Mack. Dude. Zero to one percent body fat. Man, that guy's ripped. <laughs> but, but if I mean, he if he went into guys... the water, he would sink straight to the bottom. <laughs> Are you <laughs> I mean, what's the goal well, the for thing swimming? Is, do you swim? need body fat for swimming? Like do you but yeah. you, you guys because yes. Gareth, you eh. I mean you told me one time you eat eight thousand calories, Gareth. No. That that has to be that's insane. No like that's what my coach told me I needed to eat, but I'm probably more like five no, or six thousand to be honest. My goal is four thousand a day because I need to get bigger for my size. I mean, I gained ten pounds in a month, and I found oh. that like wow, and it was actually. Fat. I feel like I've noticed, Andrew, you've gotten like bigger. Yeah, your arms. You know what it is? What? Yeah, you know what I noticed? What? You know what I noticed? Start, like a month ago, I started taking the monohydrate creatine thing Liam told me about like before bed. Dude, it actually works. Oh, my. I all you have to do is to make it work is just drink a lot of water throughout the day because if you don't you get muscle cramps and I got that one day and it sucks you can't move anything but yeah I've been doing that dude it works a lot I mean and I just put a goal to eat 4,000 calories a day like good food not crap and then that's I mean yeah it works it worked a lot for me I mean I'd say probably at my peak I was eating 6,000 but that that was when I first moved up to the senior elite group and that was mainly because when I first moved up, I didn't change my eating habits because I was practicing twice as much, and I lost twelve wow. pounds. Wow! Like I mean, a week. yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, Gareth. I think is it. I mean, I've heard a lot of people like if you burn a lot of calories, you got to to gain weight. You got to eat more calories than you burn. So I mean, when you lost those twelve pounds, were you not eating enough? I'm guessing. Oh yeah, because my coach told me like, especially at this level in swimming. You need to eat until you know you've eaten enough to yeah. fuel your body or eaten enough to have enough yeah. energy. Sometimes that means you have to eat past mm-hmm. when you're full. Yes, you will feel like crap and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to get fat. Which yeah, you know, you're, you're not. not. Yeah. That's just, you're just full. And that just means you need to eat stuff that's higher in caloric <laughs> value. Cause like, yeah, I don't know. I was just eating a lot of low cal, like it was healthy stuff, but it was a empty lot of calories, like, kind low of like empty that. calories. Yeah. Like, 
a lot of fruit, a lot of vegetables, not fruits. It was just like a lot yeah. of vegetables. And now I've like thrown a lot more protein. And I know people are saying like n- low carb is like the new thing for elite athletes. But like as a swimmer, you need those calories and you physically cannot yeah. go no carb mm-hmm. as a swimmer. It's true. Yeah. I'd say as a basketball I mean, player too, you probably need carbs. You can't just go no carbs. Yeah. You, yeah, you do need a lot of carbs. I mean, especially after these hard workouts. Um, I mean, yeah, because I do a lot of training. It's just because I burned so many calories with running. I got to take that protein stuff, shake right after working out, and then eat a bunch of carbs. I mean, and I noticed, too, once I get a big workout in, I feel more inclined to eat, like, pasta or, like, heavy carbs. So that's what I noticed, too. But, yeah, for overall, for basketball players who train a lot, yeah, like, carbs are, are kind of essential. I mean, I don't think you can take out carbs and become a basketball player because you need that energy. And you need those calories too, but I mean, there's we have those debates on carbs too. But I mean, overall, I think it's essential becoming um, to gain weight as a basketball player too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess moving on to another topic. I mean, okay, I guess we could talk about music real quick. I mean, not like overall, but like what kind of music like gets you going for swimming? Austin, you want right. to go first? Uh, honestly, like, I don't listen to music that much as some meets. Sometimes I try it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's it's worked sometimes. Other times, it's gotten me a little too hyped up, and then I've yeah. screwed up. <laughs> yeah, oh, like in the fifty-three, <laughs> like I I fall start like half the time, or like I twitch or something because I'm just trying to hype myself up so much, and like I like I'm not like um, relaxed enough, so. I mess up but no yeah i feel you but like the day I mean, before like if i'm like, like over the summer like the day before me i would like listen to music a lot i myself up the day before me i can't really do it anymore or i guess i could i don't know it's i'm kind of like all over the place with it i guess but yeah i'm here yeah i mean i feel you because sometimes before games i'm not in the mood to listen to music most of the time i am to get myself hyped up um so i can get my journaling going um Usually, I listen to <laughs> Juice yeah. World. Not yeah, uh, yeah. Rest in peace. Um, I listen to a lot of people trash him, but I think he's a great artist. I listen to NF; he gets me going. Yeah. A lot of people trash him and be like, "Who the heck is he?" He's a great guy. Doesn't cuss. Raps. It's he's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I just listen to those two people. I listen to Post Malone. I can't me forget too, about yeah. him. I love po- I love Posty. Um, can we just take a moment to realize Post Malone has been ruined because of a certain group of people who ruined him. Cough, cough, Visco girls. Because um, I feel like I thought you were gonna say Bud <laughs> Seltzer. I feel like no, no. Seriously, I feel like if I say I'm a Post Malone fan, I get like these looks. Be like, oh wow, you're one of those people. And one of those people meaning, wow, preppy, visco, hydroflask girl. It kind of sucks. Um, yeah. I, we I don't want to go off You on talk that about topic. visco girls in another podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. I talked about, yeah, go check guys, that out. listen to my visco podcast. Yeah. Check that out if you're listening to this right now. Um, yeah, Gareth, what's your music? Um, typically, like the day of a meet, I won't listen to much music unless I'm in the car riding yeah. to it. Like, say it's a meet that's like over in Cary and I'm not staying at a hotel. 
Like, I'll listen to it in between the prelims and final okay. session. But like, at the meet, the main thing that gets me going is just being around my friends and my homies at swim. I like that, yeah. Yeah, that's that just gets me hyped up talking to them, like, doing it for them, doing it yeah. for the team. Um, occasionally, I get hyped <laughs> up. But okay, Garrett. Okay. Garrett, how's your girl life? Austin knows oh, this particular say, girl, but names. we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> don't mention her name. Gareth, just one question. Is the girl life going okay? What? Is what? your girl life going okay? Like everything, what's up? Is everything good? Yeah, we're pretty okay, good. That's right what's now. up, man. That's what's up. Uh... But no, the music I listen to, I'd say classic oh, yeah. rock, okay. country, sometimes rap. Okay. Got a lot of Guns N' Roses, Aerosmith, oh, I, like um, I like that. Black Sabbath, the first ever metal oh, band. Oh, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, John Party, um, Luke Combs, When It Rains, It Pours, mm. uh, Beer Never Broke My Heart, and Beer Can. All bangers. <laughs> all bangers. Okay, Gareth. I, I like that music taste, man. I like it. I need to broaden out, too, on music, because sometimes I just listen to pop or rap. Um, I guess, moving on to another thing. I guess we can talk about um, the recruiting process, mm. and for people, and, oh, and joy. for people who are listening, so they can maybe possibly learn how to approach the recruiting process and how to gain strength during it. Because we all know recruiting process S U C K it sucks in some parts. It's so long and painful, but at the end, it's worth it. Because I don't know about you guys. It, it can be. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, but like I don't know about you guys, but when I figured out I got into college, and that I'm playing college ball, I had the best feeling. Yeah, one of the best feelings in my life, and I felt like the recruiting process paid off because without the program I used, I would have never mm-hmm. gotten there. I'm guessing. I you mean, used yeah, NCSA, yeah. right? Yeah, I used NCSA. I mean, Austin. Did I you almost use that did, too? but I. You almost did. What did, what did you? Uh, use? I just did it by myself. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, really? That's that's the hard way to go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, mean I, I just started emailing coaches. Um, I did it late though. Like, if I had some advice for people that are considering going into college for sports, I would yeah. say start early the recruiting process. Oh, like yeah, start freshman year. Well, know the rules. Act. Wait, don't start freshman year. Know the rules on when you can contact a, the coach. Yeah, yeah. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. That year. Start freshman year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can email them junior year, sophomore year, but can't they like not contact you? They can't approach you until jul- junior yeah, year. Yeah, it's junior different year. for each sport, oh, that's right. but it's really similar. But for bas- mm. for basketball, you can't be in, in contact with coaches. Like, yes, a coach can email you, but it can't be like a personal email. But you can get emails from coaches freshman year. But I think sophomore year is when you can get first contact with the yeah, basketball coach. Don't I don't don't quote me on that. Look it up yourself because I mean. I haven't been going lately looking over my notes for recruiting process because I'm over that now. But, um, yeah, I mean, I use NTSA. And for people who don't know what it is, it's it was really helpful for me. Yes, it, there's a lot of money involved, but it actually paid off. I mean, it got – I mean, basically what it is, um, it's a recruiting platform to get your name out there. Like these coaches, I think the headquarters in Cincinnati, they put your name out there to these coaches – and then you can email coaches straight from there. So when you click on the school, it has like the different coaches. You just click on the coach, and basically that's like who you're sending it to. You tap with the email, and it sends to their NCSA account. 
and they open up and they will, or maybe they will not email you back. And then you can tell if a coach opens up the email and never responds. Those That usually sucks when you send them an email and they don't yeah. respond. Um, but that's usually it is. NCSA has a bunch of helpful webinars, um, how to become um, and how to gain knowledge in the recruiting process. Um, it helps me out a lot, like basics with get, gaining a relationship with a college coach. Um, when and how to contact a college coach, what to say on a um, phone call, because those get really nerve-wracking when it's your first one with actual coach. Um, yeah, but I just found that really helpful. The webinars were everything. Um, I really appreciate it up there. And then once you get into a college and you sign, they ring this bell, and it's a big ceremony. But, yeah, that's what NCSA is. I know you guys use something I, different. I didn't use anything. I – yeah. yeah, you went solo, yeah. But, I mean, that's I still a way to go. You uh, look trying the... to go solo because yeah. I know that NCSA was – it did cost money. Um, but I know that uh, – I don't know if basketball, it's probably a little bit different. For swimming, you can just send the coaches your times, and that gives them a pretty good picture of what well, you're at, like – Yeah. Who you are as an athlete. That's somewhat like basketball. Like, yeah, well, how does basketball work? Like, do you send video okay, yeah. or uh, – Yeah, good question. Um. So, yeah, it's like that. Usually just look up the school and find their coach. And usually the email is on the athletics page. Usually. Most of the time it is. But, yeah, the thing for trick is for basketball. It might be the same trick for swimming. You don't – you want to put specific things about yourself. Like, for instance, you you don't want to say – I mean, you can say this. You don't want to say this. You Just don't say I'm a guard. And the, the coach would be like, wow, that guy's a guard. I mean, wow, okay. I mean, what's more? You want to be specific about your guard, like what class you're graduating in. What's your height? Um, and then usually when you're sending a coach email in the subject line, you put something like a stat that's impressive. Like for me, I put lead conference in three-point shooting. So that's what got the coach looking. Because look, if I just put guard class of 2020, I mean, the coaches get the coach coaches get so much emails during the day, they hassle with time. I mean, they don't want to bother reading an email that doesn't have an attentive subject um, line, if you feel me. Um, and then during the body paragraph, I just send them my film, give them um, stats, and I give them tournaments where I'm going to be heading to. I mean, that's all really important. And then you explain yourself. Try not – I mean, boast and not boast at the same time. And then also, coaches like it when you know stuff about their program and dumb because they don't like mass emails. They don't like it when you just copy and paste emails to a bunch of schools. They like to see that you put effort in, and they like to see that you know about the program. Um, so I always look up an interesting fact about the program, the coach and put it in there. Yes, I copy and paste, but I don't copy and paste the personal information part because that's when I research so I can gain knowledge and their program so they can um, read my email. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how that's it is really for basketball. I mean, do you, is it this kind of the same for swimming? Do you guys put your meets you're going to? Yeah, um, I mean, Gareth, I mean, you can talk about um, it. All right. Um. So typically, what I use for um my email format for coaches was typically I go to like the university athletics website, go to the swimming uh-huh. page, and they have you fill out this what they call a recruit recruit questionnaire. It's like generally who you are, but then along with that, just to make sure they see it, you send an email going. Then the coach will tell you like if the coach wants it to be called a certain thing, like in the um topic box, they'll tell you. But generally, you could just say like. Is say you're emailing Boston College, you say Boston College swimming. Okay. Or like Syracuse, you'd say Syracuse Orange swimming. Gotcha. Generally, you introduce yourself. Hi, my name is so and so. I'm 
X, I'm in this class, I swim for this swim club. You tell them a couple facts about yourself. Like for me, I said, I have drops like 30 seconds in the 200 fly <laughs> in one and a half years. And just like some of your general accomplishments, like, hey, I've got a features cut. <laughs> and then you would attach something called a, um, what's it called? I forget what it's called, but it's like a page with just like, it's similar to your recruiting questionnaire, but it's like all that information on a, like a, just a general page about you, like your top times and your top three events where you go to school, academic accomplishments, athletic accomplishments, and just like the whole, like who you are and like a nutshell. Gotcha. Yeah. That's really good advice. Um, yeah. I mean, the thing about emails too, when you kind of go, don't make it super long because the coaches don't have a lot of time. Be brief, be short. Don't make sure, don't put a bunch of information that doesn't need to be there. Um, just be brief with it. Make sure you highlight yourself. And then I guess, I guess if we just give a summary, because there's like two other things I want to talk about, but like to give a summary, if someone asks, how do we become, how do I become a collegiate athlete? I guess, what would you guys say? Like first, research um second join a recruiting service or go by yourself and look up the school's emails and third i guess be in constant um contact with the coaches is that do you guys have anything um, well, else I'd, I'd say like one thing uh like uh -huh. um if you want to be a college athlete um i know like when i was younger like uh, when i was a sophomore i had really good times for swimming and i was thinking like like I had all these like aspirations and stuff, and then junior year came, and I didn't have the greatest season, and I was like comparing myself with my my yeah. peers, and like North Carolina uh -huh. as a state is extremely good at swimming, so it kind of put me down a little bit, and okay, Did that, I thought no, no. like maybe like I'm not fast enough to swim in college, and I know a lot of people, other people, think that they're not fast enough to swim in college, but uh -huh. uh, something that I've like uh, uh -huh. found out is that. Yeah. There's pretty much a college for everyone, uh, no matter what your skill yeah. level. And then, uh, like, awesome. you had good... I could have, like, yeah. just started swimming, like, last year and, like, not really be that fast. Like, maybe qualify for, like, uh, a lower-level championship mm -hmm. meet and just, like, not really place that high. But there's, there's, like, if you want to swim in college, you can find a college that will take you. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you had a good point, too. I mean, I think I saw the stat. The number one thing that puts an athlete down is comparing themselves to others, comparing themselves to others. I mean, automatically, when you compare yourself to others, you're always going to find certain things in another individual. Like, wow, they have this that I don't. And I've noticed that, too. Like, when I go work out, I'm like, wow, that guy is bigger than me. Wow, that guy can do this move better than me. So I try not to do – I try not to focus on other people. Yes, try, I try to focus on people like, wow – I need to do that move like him and practice that. But at the same time, I don't need to get myself mm. down too much because it really hurts with my head. It hurts me a lot and gets me yeah. sad and stuff. But yeah, that's a good point. You had. Um, I guess, yeah, I mean, that we touched on how to be collegiate athlete, just yeah. constant contact. And also, you got to work for it too. I mean, you can't just be in contact with these coaches and not work on your game and stuff. Obviously still practice. Um, Cause it's a grind, man. Um, yeah. yeah. I had something. Yeah. Gareth, you go. Um, like I said with Andrew, just hard work. If you show up and you're willing to work, um, like they said, there will be a college for you. Now swimming in college isn't for everyone. I know one of the saddest things about year round swim is it's, it's hard on people and a lot of, 
I'd say 80% of the friends I've known and gotten really close yeah. to know have quit swimming because of how hard it is and the pressures of swimming in college. But if you, if you honestly want to swim in college, go for it. And it doesn't, like Andrew said, people disrespect D3. Honestly, yeah. there isn't much of a difference. It's just no, whether you can get scholarship that. money yeah. or not. We could talk like, about that. I could talk about D3. I mean, Garrett, are you done with your point? Because I can say stuff about D3 real quick. I mean, yeah, I guess. Don't get bummed yeah. out. But, like, choose the school that's right for you. Yeah. Like, if you would not be happy there, say that sport went away, you got hurt, the school cuts the sport, mm-hmm. um, you decide not to do it anymore. Oh, that's Choose true. it based on a whole bunch of factors. Because if you get there and hate the school – and yeah, that's yeah. just not good. <laughs> yeah, that is not good. I mean, I'll elaborate real quick on D3 because I got two other things to say and then we could be done. But the thing about D3, I think people need to stop disrespecting D3. I mean, it's already sad. It's, I mean, it kind of sucks I'm saying this, but yes, I already got disrespected that I'm playing a D3 school. I'm like, when I, when people, when I say, oh yeah, I'm playing college ball, basketball and people get hyped up like, oh cool, where at? And be like, Francisco University, but they're still hyped up because they think it's a good college. I'm like, oh, what division is that? And I say D3, and instantly I see people's faces like suddenly get less excited. So, I mean, two things I can say that. One, it's you're still playing college ball, so it's not like D3 is like, oh, anybody can do it. No, like I played with these Franciscan guys in Ohio in October. Like these people were dogs. Like they actually work for it. They die for loose balls. Like they fight and they fight to get better because it's a big team. Meaning there's a bunch of underclassmen. Meaning these freshmen need to work hard so they can get playing time because these upperclassmen um, swarm all these minutes and they play a lot. So these freshmen need to do a lot. So like overall thing about D three, it's not something you get. You have to earn for it. And another thing too, the thing about D three, it is less. Um, what's I mean? What's the word? What's the word? Um. More emphasis on academics. Yes, more emphasis on academics. That's usually the schools. And I, I want to say less, less rigorous. It's less less demanding. Yes, less rigorous, like sport-wise. Yeah, 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 for that. Because I was talking with some players on the school I'm going to, um, Francisco University. Some of the players on the D are D1, D2 worthy. But they turned down the D1 and D2 scholarships because they realized they don't like basketball that much. They mm-hmm. want to have a social life. And they want to make friends and they also want to do good in school and they also want to enjoy basketball too and they figured d3 is a good fit for them so like people listening out there if you don't if you want to have a good social life but yes you can still have a social life in d1 d2 i'm not saying that but if you want to have like an outgoing social life if you want to play college sport if you want to go to a good school i mean consider d3 i mean but just realize too you got to work for it um but if you don't want to go through all that stress, yes, D- D3 would be a good option. I mean, yeah, because I know I was talking with some guys up there. They were saying the reason why they went to D3 was because D1 and D2 weren't for them, and then they wanted to live more of a life. I'm not saying D1, D2 athletes don't have a life, but, you know, D1, D2 players, they, like, eat, drink, and breathe sports and academics. I mean, but, yeah, so, like, out there, like, overall, like, People, I think people need to stop trashing D3 because I mean, I had to work for it too. I mm-hmm. mean, so it's not like, you know what I'm saying? The people who trash uh, yeah. D3 don't even That's play true. <laughs> Dude, facts, bro. That was a good fact. You will never hear a D1 or D2 athlete bash D3. D3. Yeah, no, unless they, they have respect. I, it seems like it's pretty cool. Like the whole NCAA community has respect for one another. 
I mean, I've noticed Man, that because guess for us, but yeah, because the Franciscan, they play St. Joseph. No, St. Francis school. It's a D1 school in Pennsylvania, and actually they're on ESPN, so it's really cool. So Franciscan plays a D1 and a D2 school, and it's been going on for years, and they have respect for one another. So like, it seems like NCAA community has respect for one another. Like That's D1 cool. players respect D3 players, but I know D1 players can probably get cocky about it. Like they can do all these dunks <laughs> while D3 players can't. But um. Yeah, so yeah, that's all I have to say about 3-3. But I guess another thing we could talk about. Um, this is mainly for you guys for swimming. Um, uh, where did I have? Oh, yeah. Um, so if someone comes up to you, yeah, this is for you guys for swimming. Um, and they ask you, how do I become a collegiate swimmer? How would you answer that? I mean, I guess we already talked about how to become a collegiate athlete. I mean, I guess the stance on swimming and working out. So what would you say um, to them if they I ask think you that? I would say, like, keep that goal. Well, is this assuming that they haven't swam yet? Or, like, I guess it depends on where they're at, you know? I guess if, I guess if they are swimming for a long time and they feel like they want to pursue that college dream, so, they want to have that. I mean, I guess I'd say do your research, compare times, and start – the process early yeah uh because senior yeah, year that's good um it's gonna be kind of stressful because you got applying to colleges and stuff mm-hmm. to worry about also um and if you do it junior year you can really have time to talk to as many colleges as possible um and yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean gareth what would you how would you answer that um i would just say <laughs> And the words of Jim Valvano, don't ever give up. Like, and, also, and my greatest like, speech of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jim Valvano said it first. Oh. Gareth, no, I don't know about you guys. Every time I hear that speech, I kind of tear up. Like, yeah, that, honestly, honestly if I need to hear something in the morning to get me going for the whole day, I would play that speech instantly. That's the greatest thing to happen to Reynolds Coliseum besides MLK speaking there. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that, yeah. Pretty cool. Or, yeah. Wow. More on the not giving up, it's like in all aspects. Like, say you're having a tough time. You're not hitting the times you want. Don't give up. Keep that positive attitude. Keep working for it. For real. Coaches love that positive attitude. For real. You email a coach. You don't hear back. Keep emailing them. Yeah. It's not that they don't want you. They could have just honestly missed it because that happened to me with my – with Providence that I committed to. They just missed my initial email. Oh, dang. That really happened? Yeah, like that was co- same thing. I was talking to like American and like American and Mount St. Mary's. Their coach just missed my email because like the coaches they're getting not only emails from other recruits but from other coaches, NCAA, the conference, meet updates, sponsors, television stuff like that. They mm-hmm. got to deal with that. Like they're they got busy lives too. Yeah, dude, I feel you, man. Um, and I just say also yeah. know when to quit. Uh, along with don't ever give up. Like don't quit because you're discouraged. Yeah. Quit because you either don't like it anymore, you've decided yeah. you don't want to swim in college anymore, or you've decided, hey, swim's not the thing for me. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's I just good. Say, yeah. yeah I mean, do your research. Know the rules. Just simple. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah, do your research on the school because you don't want to keep on emailing this one school and they don't really need new – they don't really need freshmen. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, that's what I did yeah. for a lot of schools. I learned my lesson on that. I kept on emailing these schools. They didn't want underclassmen. 
And I didn't take it the hard way because I should have taken these hints that these coaches are opening my emails and never responding. I should have done more research and look at the roster and be like, wow, they already have a lot of freshmen. These players look a lot like a lot taller than me. They're not looking for people on my height. So, I mean, yeah, just take hints to when emailing a coach if they don't want to talk to you. But no, at the same time, if they don't respond back, just still keep on emailing them. Um, uh, yeah, I guess. One more question I have is how do you guys – I mean, this is this is a big question, but we don't have to spend a lot of time talking about it. What do you feel like about the coronavirus sports impact? And I guess we can talk mainly about swimming because obviously you guys are swimmers. How is that a big impact for swimming as of right now? Um, well, we had, took two days off practice for them to like clean the facilities and everything. We have limited practice time because – Certain of the pools are public pools, and you know how um, Roy Cooper said he doesn't want really like big gatherings over a hundred. So like pools can only let so many people in. And I guess well, they've canceled meets for thirty days, which means even like other countries have like the Japanese Olympic trials has been postponed. Um, Great Britain, not Great Britain's. Um, I think Australia's has been postponed as well. But there's no USA swimming sanctioned meets. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my friends, I was fortunate enough to get sectionals in before the coronavirus hit. But my friends who were going to Tar Heel States, and that was their one big taper meet. Yes, I was tapering for that, but I already got a taper, shave, and rest meet in sectionals. Mm -hmm. They're not getting that for the short course season. That's just just unfortunate. And I feel like, honestly, why they're canceling is more for the safety of the fans. Yeah, safety is a big, yeah. I mean, because you can do without fans, but it won't be the same. Well, I mean, I guess, but, like, especially they said with family, like, a lot of the things they started mm-hmm. off, it said only Never essential grass. family. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know how, like, you go, a lot yeah, of sorry. little oh, – sorry. <laughs> you know how, like, like, a lot of little kids meets, like, everyone, like, their second cousin comes. Like, you got grandparents, great-grandparents, like – I mean, you get that at, like, big meets, like, for swimming. Say, like, you make Olympic trials. Like, yeah, your whole family is going to be there. But, like, when little Timmy <laughs> swim in the 25-yard freestyle and they're not their age group, grandma and grandpa want to be there. Like, Mamma and papa and stuff like that. <laughs> and you get what I'm – I mean, I'm not – No, no, I feel you. No, I feel you, bro. Yeah, I feel what you're saying. I dig that. Um, like, I, yeah. I mean – Sometimes I feel like it's an overreaction, but I feel like that's sometimes just, like, my selfishness and, like, not realizing, like, yeah, I watch a lot of this stuff on TV, and, yeah, there are going to be fans there who are susceptible to this, like, asthma, that, that's something you can't control, man. You just – you're extra – I don't know. It's kind of, What I'm saying is, like, if you're vulnerable to it, we need to protect those people. We mm-hmm. need to realize as, like, athletes, especially healthy athletes, we're least prone to it, but we also got to realize that, like, some of the people who watch it and just like some of the people in the world in the world in general are just susceptible to it. And we have to be aware and like, we have to care about their safety because they are people too. And they do matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Safety is a big thing too. Um, yeah. I won't go in too much about basketball because I'll probably be a whole nother podcast worth because I'll, I have so much things to say about that, but I guess that'll one more thing. Four hours. <laughs> yeah. That'll be a long time. Cause I've, I'm fueled up about that already, and I'm kind of in sad hours too because March Madness gets me through my March and April. But um, I guess one more thing we could talk about before it come this episode comes to an end, which has been it's been really well so far. Yeah, yeah thanks guys for being on. Um, thanks for having us. Yeah, anytime, bro. Yeah, I like 
yeah, I kind of want to make my show diverse. And yeah, I'm adding diversity. I talk about <laughs> sports, TikTok. Yesterday, I released oh, really? one about video games. I got to check that Davis. Um, <laughs> yeah, I released one. Yeah, and they argued whether whether or not video games is good or bad for a person. So yeah, listen to that. But um, I guess one more thing too. This is, I guess, it's pretty much just like a statement. So for people hearing this, they get encouraged. Like when you're working to become a college athlete, you're mm-hmm. gonna get haters um, during your process. But just just advice: take the comments these haters give you. And use that as fuel to get you going through the day. Because, I mean, I'll share some experiences, but I won't say that people say these things. I mean, like, things I get that gets me going, like, gets me more fuel, gets me adrenaline going through the days. So, like, you're not good enough. Two times. Third, you're not flexible, so you're never going to be able to dunk. And that gets me going, too. And that gets that, that one comment on one day made me, sh- for now on, stress every night so I can touch rim. Now I can touch rim, but I'm close to- Cause it dunking's a whole new level, <laughs> a whole no, oh a whole nother level, a whole, a whole nother level, <laughs> a, a whole nother level than grabbing rim. Yes, um, I've gotten that. What's another comment I have? I mean, I, I, sometimes I get it from close family and friends. I'd be like, wow, I thought they would encourage me, but sometimes those close family members too would yeah, give you yeah. trash talk, and that gets me going too. Um, yeah, I mean, just friends too. Um, like people at school when they, I mean, because you know sometimes as friends you guys joke around, trash each other, but I know sometimes when you're in a mood you might take that the wrong way. So I mean that happened to me sometimes. So I took that as energy. So just overall for people, I mean maybe you guys can elaborate more. Like, how do you guys feel? Like, do you, what do you, do you guys have anything to say about hate comments and how you guys transfer that to fuel? Like, do you have anything about that? Well. I mean, I think that me and Gareth, uh, I I, I'm, I'm assuming we both kind of get the hate comments, but it's probably uh, stemming more from having to miss stuff for swim. Like, I'm sure, like, our friends mm-hmm. have, like, mm-hmm. yes. kind of, like, pointed out sometimes, like, hey, why are you, like, uh, not wanting to hang out? Like, or do you think, like, swim is more important than your friendships and stuff? So I think that like oh, I get that's that a, a lot. little bit yeah, harder to that. use as fuel because in a way it's like it's somewhat true and you kind of mm-hmm. have to like take that and uh, consider it because like I mean swimming or basketball it's not everything and you don't want to like do something you are going to regret yeah. like it, it all has to be worth it mm. um, but yeah I, I yeah. honestly just kind of take those kind of comments and I either ignore them because I know that I have a goal and I'm going to work towards that goal. Um, or, I mean, I'll, I'll consider mm-hmm. them and maybe like, cause like, I, I honestly like feel like I tend to over dedicate myself to swim sometimes. So yeah, sometimes I yeah, take those that comments and I actually like too, yeah. try to change my life a little bit. Like maybe, go out with my friends mm. a little bit more or something yeah yeah i mean yes grind but at the same time enjoy your life too because usually when i found when i grind and i enjoy my life with my friends i kind of yeah. use that as a reward and it feels a lot better Be like wow i mean because i have to manage that too in college i mean because that's what basically be all you're gonna be doing grinding and hanging out with friends i'm trying to try to do that right now so i can be like that at college and then find that 
more amusing in college. Like, wow, this is pretty fun. So I'm trying to do that. Like work hard and Friday nights, have fun with friends. That'd be a good reward for the week. So that's how I get through the week sometimes. But um, yeah, I mean, Garrett, do you have anything to say about that? I mean, I kind of feel the same way as Austin. Like I have friends who tell me like, I've literally had someone at school straight up ask me if I have an addiction to swim. And they're like, dead well, ass. I kind of like, am addicted. Oh, not for lie. real. Dang. Yeah. I, I am. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess, but. <laughs> I mean, you get the pheromones Austin... and like. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess you could say. <laughs> Austin, no, you're no, good. Austin. You're good, That's buddy. a valid point. Like, I yeah. think we yeah, actually are. Where? Cause like I, I get depressed when I yeah, swim yeah, for yeah. a while, dude. Same as me. When I don't work out or play basketball today, I get depressed. Cause usually Sundays are my off days, but I still shoot hoops. But like, yo, when I don't, mm, like I'm on a whole nother level. I get hangry when I don't work out or play basketball. Cause I mean, like, oh, if you like, have, like, I feel like the world's gonna like, come to an end. Practice because and you I don't feel like you really got anything done. Do you kind of have that same feeling? Oh, I I would go out. No, yeah, I would go home and practice uh, sometimes. More. But even though it would be like nine thirty at night, my mom would get mad at me. But like, sorry, mom, I don't feel like I was efficient enough. I'll do a quick pull ups and shoot more yeah. baskets at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pull ups. Pull ups. Pull ups. Pull ups. Mm. Pull ups. Yes, Those sir. Right for swim. That's what I do. I do. Dang. Four sets of thirteen. That's a lot. Each Amen. morning. Yeah. Dead hand. My goal is to get to twenty by May. So I mean, it's 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 a lot of time to improve and. Yeah, improve. But at the same time, it's hard because it's all the way down, all the way up. Not like those cheater versions, like but, um, the where they kick their versions. legs. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one thing you can do. Yeah, is that, is that what or they just... do? We yeah. tie our legs together so we can't do anything. We pull them up and tie them together. Oh, I feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, that's all I have to say about how to become a college athlete. How to grind, how to manage time management, how to manage stress. Um, do you guys got anything else to say before I mean, it comes to an end? I guess. Um, I just gotta say, like, just try your hardest. Like, yes, yeah, sir. you're gonna have to make sacrifices. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Sometimes your friends are gonna think you're abandoning them, which you're not. And if you yeah. are, that's <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> um, but like, just work for it, honestly. Like, and yet again, it's not for everyone. Just mm-hmm. like. And no, dude, I tell you. Yeah. If you want to do something in college and you want to work for it, there will be a school out mm-hmm. there for you who will be willing to take mm-hmm. you. And the recruiting process, it's a roller coaster ride. Let let your let be happy when you have highs. Don't let the lows get you down, but don't get too happy on highs because yeah, because if you get too happy, then you might slack that off, happened. and then you'll go back to your lower point. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the other point is like it's not final until you commit. Cause like when I got an email from UVA, I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" Like, <laughs> but like, turns out I wasn't fast enough. I was talking oh. to Boston College, and <laughs> happy, holy shit, wasn't fast <laughs> enough. <laughs> but then no, I get discouraged when colleges would say no, and then honestly, the hardest thing is telling a college like when you get down to the wire. Yeah, co- was you telling the college no? Really I'm hard. going to this other place. That is honestly harder. Like it calling like the you coach saying, with "Hey, the I'm sorry." Oh man. yeah, that is hard. <laughs> Dude, yes. honestly, no. Yeah, it, it was worse. Me, it was worse. <laughs> I don't know why. 
It just shows me that there's a Nike shirt that says basketball is my girlfriend. I guess that's what relates to me. We have but, a snack um, at swim. I yeah, got no, my coach says women and women don't mix. Oh, dude. I like Woman and women. Don't Ooh. cross cup. Hey, I guess I like that. Oh, wait, I guess can I say we can something, end Andrew? on this quote. I found this the other day. All right, so like I know okay, we yeah, said in the video in the podcast, yeah, um, like it's work hard, uh, stay motivated, like yeah, um, and stuff. But uh, something that you mm-hmm. also have to keep in mind is just is just balancing everything, because you can work really hard and swim, but if you slack off in your spiritual life, or if you slack off in academics, oh, especially, yeah, you have to. You can't ju- you can't just um, yes focus on one thing. If you want to be good in swimming, you have to work hard in not just swimming, but academics, your spiritual life, your social life, everything. Oh, dude, for real, yes. Because you can't just eat, drink, and breathe yeah. basketball or swimming. You got to do other stuff too. Because like, right? That's uh, how you get burnt out. Have a it'll come life. back to bite you like it did me. Um, like if just you don't, don't forget about everything else. Work hard in school, I mean, but you work yes. hard in swim. Like mm-hmm. you, you're not going to be able to have good enough grades for college and everything. So, just balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. I mean, I guess to yeah. I mean, did we did we say everything? I, mean, I got one more thing. I okay, guess say you good. I don't want to say in a contrast to Bill Crosscup's great quote, but like it's kind. I just say you can date girls or date someone or whoever you like, but like it's probably easier if they're like on your team. Yeah, it's awkward if you like break up with them. But like it's honestly better because they understand yeah. your schedule and they're yeah, going through the same, same things. Day I only in, day date out. summers, bro. Yeah, I like that. I like, only date crying summers. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, I've dated non-summers before, but like it was easier to like schedule dates and like just them just like understanding like. If you're not able to hang out that night and it's because of some, they understand like your coaches stuff because they're either in your group or they're on your team and they know like mm-hmm. how your coach is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then girls who do your sport will understand more. Like if you say no to hanging out or doing a date, they'll be like, oh, I understand because I know this is your sport. This <laughs> is what you do. And that, uh, And on this quote, it, um, I'm not not window, mirror, bathroom mirror every day. It says, "Don't complain about the results." You're no wait wait. I'm trying to think. Don't complain about the results you're not getting from the work you are not doing. And that really struck me a lot. Like wow. So I had to repeat that a bunch of times. I was like, wow, this really hits hard. But um, yeah. And on that, but yeah, guys, thank you for listening to the Late Night Facts and Backs podcast. Remember to reach out to me at late night facts and backs at gmail.com and on Twitter at, at late night facts. Thank you for listening to some facts before you go to bed. Um it was it was a great time to talk to you too about um, college sports, how to become a collegiate athlete, what to do, what not to do, how to grind, how to work hard. I mean Hopefully we make other people understand, yes, it's a process, but 
hopefully they understand and got more strength and got more courage to keep on grinding and to pursue their dream. But yeah, Gareth and Austin, thank you for joining tonight.